Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. two inches <laughs> isn't it 12 centimeters to an inch no it's 2.5 centimeters to an inch so two, it's like 10 no, it's inches not. yes it is two centimeters is not an inch two and a half centimeters is not an inch yes it is no it's not yes it is hey siri <laughs> how many centimeters are in an inch one inch is 2.54 centimeters thanks siri <laughs> fuck you <laughs> That's that few? Mm-hmm. I thought centimeters were like tinier and there was more of them. They are tiny. There's a hundred of them in a meter. We went over this at some point. No, we didn't. I know how long my dick is and I know how <laughs> far away I have to stay from everyone. Uh-huh. And I know that, a, and I know how That's long, all inches a, and, feet, and I know though. how long a basketball hoop is. Okay. That's about all I know when how it comes to measurements. How long a basketball hoop is? Yeah. 10 feet. Hi. 10 feet high. Mm-hmm. Long, yeah, but long, you can put long on its side. Sure. You if think long is only horizontal? Why do you think they differentiate between width, height, and length? Because they're in different directions, yo. But all of them are the same. Well, they're just distances from one point to another. Right. Yeah. But like you can say, you if you, like width can be length, right? Sure. And if you like, flip it, like if you take a box, for instance, like when you go to UPS, you know, and they measure it and they're like width, length, and height to get the dimensions of it. Yeah. You can choose any one of those and call it the width or the length or the height, but there are three different measurements. Just so that there's there are three order different in the world. aspects, three dimensions of the same box. Yeah, so yeah, one yeah. is called width, one is called length, and one is called height, but they're interchangeable. But they are interchangeable. Yeah. So, yeah. But until you like put it in, put the box dimensions down so that they know how big it really is. Like if you do 11 by 13 by 14, there's got to be... 11 by 13 by 14? (laughs) What kind of box is that? I'm mailing a snake. (laughs) (laughs) But when the width and the length and the height, you know, really come into play in like our dimensions where we're walking around in the world, you can't say that something is, you know, this many inches or feet high and expect someone to understand you if you actually mean long or wide. That's when they're not interchangeable. Yeah. Right? So they're not interchangeable at all. You can't say that like a basketball hoop is 10 feet wide. 10 feet, no. Because that would mean the hoop itself is wide. Would be ridiculous. Yeah. And you can't say 10 feet long. No. 10 feet high. Yeah. 10 feet length. Yep. No, 10 feet high off the ground. Yeah. Which is also length, right? Oh my God. No, no, no. no, I'm being serious. Why are you fucking with me right now? Well, so is length. Left to right, like horizontal? What? Length. Yes. If something is long, you're yes. talking about how, like, if you stretch it out and it, to it's an It's how arms. far it is from A to B in any direction, from, like, me to you, or left to right, or uh-huh. here to there, or near and, and far. <laughs> and width is horizontal. Do you remember that Sesame Street Grover taught you near and far? Uh, no. He'd be like, near, and then he'd go, Oh, yeah. And then you'd just hear, far! Near, yeah, far. <laughs> don't think that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and width is is horizontal. I don't. My brain. You're breaking my brain. I'm sorry. I'm. I have nothing to do but fuck with my own head right now. You're fucking with everyone's head right arms now. Arms width means that width is horizontal. Well, that's the crazy thing is that you can actually tell your height from your arms width or length. No depending shit. Depending on how you look at it. Really? Your wingspan mm-hmm. dictates how tall you are. Or not dictates, but reflects how tall you are. Yeah. The yeah. symmetry. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I love stuff like that. because they Like, you know, the famous, um, what is it called? The man, you know what it's called. Yeah. The Da Vinci boy. Da Vinci. Yeah. Yeah. The proportions. M- million dollar man. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Fuck, what's his name? Wait, what? The Steve Austin? <laughs> <laughs> million dollar man? It was a good show. <laughs> Guys, we are all Shit over the place. I'm just going to say welcome to Weed and Grub. What's up, Mary Jane? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, oh, man. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Yo. Honestly, so happy to be doing this with you. Me too. I know that I'm all over the place, and I'm like talking before I'm thinking and rambling off at a rapid clip, (sighs) but it's because I 
my yo you know yo quarantine yeah coming to you episode three because things are freaking crazy yeah freaking wild out there it's a it's a wild start to a uh, like a loose app of us just coming to you because this is what we're doing right now yes i don't know what else to do yeah i'm so glad to fucking talk to you it's so good to see you so and talk to you to and talk hang to you. Yeah. yeah so what up everyone if you usually listen to weed and grub you already know what this is about if you're listening for the first time are they always like this we'll see how long they are <laughs> because it this is a podcast about comedy culture cannabis cooking calling shit out um being a quarantine yeah because there's what else are we gonna do and so uh yeah these are freewheeling unedited loose as fuck episodes where we just need to connect yeah we're sort of documenting day by day just our experiences of what's happening you know in, in our part of the world is everything uh wildly sort of you know unfolds i, yeah. I was gonna say spirals out of control but i don't want to say that because it's not that no there are lots of great things that are happening and people who are working very hard to contain everything as well as things feeling a little unwieldy and wild so 100 percent. no yeah nothing nothing to say there about that no i will say i did facetime with my parents yesterday mm-hmm. and my brother because they're in st louis and they have no idea what it's like mm-hmm. on this coast you know there's so much mince mince minced information going around right now and so i like that minced like minced meat uh-huh. like a mince pie yeah yeah that's uh it's kind of accurate yeah right? i could see that <laughs> minced information nobody wants it no 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 yeah. smells weird tastes funny no. only serves fishy. it at christmas yeah <laughs> <laughs> Minced information. Minced information is, no, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I was just catching them up on what it's like here, and they legit had no idea. And um, so I would just say, I don't think we want to talk about coronavirus at all on this, really. But I would say, if you are having firsthand experience with something, please make sure that the people in your life that might not know what's up with you know what's going on with you and check in with each other and make sure everybody has facts Mm -hmm. right now. Because my parents they were like wait what's going on what's up on the west coast because they're um you know not their fault to not know what's really going down sure yeah i mean i we i was just thinking yesterday that i need to go back and trace my own reaction to all of the events through journaling about it and then start keeping a journal every day because my own experience of this whole pandemic unfolding has been from like what come on it can't be that bad to you know my reality today which is that if i leave the house to walk the dog when i come in i put everything i was wearing in the washing machine and i go directly into the shower yeah um so that's just my own sort of like two week timeline of like really kind of being in disbelief uh you know when we found out that south by southwest was canceled i was like oh maybe that's like a bit of an overreaction for public safety to today being like oh yeah no i went to whole foods yesterday and they're letting one person in the store at a time um, and then wiping down your cart, opening the door for you, putting the things in your cart with a glove mask employee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taking the precautions of like sanitizing parcels, um, outside my front door, all that kind of stuff. Cause you know, it's, there's no point in, in risking anything. And if you have the option to just like keep a completely sanitary and safe home, like I do, then, you know, yeah, take those precautions. So Absolutely. that's it. And I just was like, I, I would love to keep that journal for myself because you know my dad lived through the second world war uh, experienced a lot of the stuff that i think some people are going through right now with shortages of you know j- just all the things that you think are essential that and you fear then could- the f- shortages coupled yeah. with fear right and yeah. minced information minced information all that kind of stuff yeah. he did love a mince pie um <laughs> i mean he was you know he grew up in new york it is very funny to picture his ghost coming through the wall and be like just a couple notes on this yeah. app no, love I love mince pie. um he's always around so um but i uh his he had a lifelong habit of journaling every single day he would sit down at the end of the day and in his really cool spidery scientific hand just note everything that had happened that day not sort of um in any way other than to sort of document it but it was really uh important for him to just sort of keep track and i really now in this time right now i'm feeling the need to do that very thing for myself for the first time ever in my life to really document my like oh fuck just two weeks ago the world was this way yeah. Now the world is this way. Let me start keeping track of how I am experiencing it so that I can look back and remember. Absolutely. And not forget. That sounds time. like a really nice end of night 
put a closure on the day, put mm-hmm. a bow on it, kind of a th- discipline to get in the habit of doing now. And it's also, honestly, I think in some cases, like a, it's a safety um, measure when you're like, oh, when did I encounter this thing that then changed the things that came after it? And you can look back and pinpoint it and say, oh, you know, this, you know, for instance, like I encountered that person who, well, I don't even want to go there, but you know what I mean? I do know like what you, you mean. Can, you can just kind of document it for yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking about uh, doing that. And I like creating these time capsules, camp cap. Caps, caps, come cools, caps. Look at us. Look at us. Unraveling at the seams. (laughs) Uh, Time capsules with you of this time that are hopefully lighthearted and a little bit of fun. Well, that actually brings us into something we were talking about right before the pod that I was like, oh, we should save that and let's talk about it on here because knowing you and everyone who's listening should know that Mary Jane used to work on a fishing boat as a cook Mm -hmm. and And um, a deckhand. And a deckhand and someone who went overboard. Hey, now. Only once. Only once, yeah, into that frigid water. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were talking about how the how working on a professional fishing boat like that has kind of fortified you for a situation like we're encountering with stay home right now. And you were kind of giving me a bunch of tips and tricks that I that I wanted to hold off and share on air because they, to me, are things that would never occur to me and are also invaluable. Cool. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, the big thing was that like on the boat, a commercial fishing vessel, we weren't actually a fishing vessel. We were a tender, which I don't want to get into the... It's more of a... No. It's more of a... No, stop it. It it was a tender that would go out to the fishing grounds. You don't want me to do the bit? I don't. (laughs) You want to go into fish fingers right now? All right. You're right. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know how many people I've talked to? About fish fingers versus sticks versus tenders? Well, we've gotten some DMs on those, but I just mean in general, do you know how many people I've talked to? Oh, in your whole life? In my, like, yeah, in the past week. You. Okay. So, like, yo, I got so many bits built up. Okay. It's, it's like, I'm like, I have comedy constipation right now. Oh, no. And so I'm a little annoyed with me. And I'm probably a little annoying to everyone listening who is also like, why is he still talking? We need to hear things that are going to help us. You brought up the topic. I know, but I'm also comedy constipated. And so I apologize at the hot top of this ep for interrupting and doing thirsty bits. But damn it, I haven't been on stage in like two weeks. I totally appreciate that. I am. I will shut you down in a known in an annoyed way, maybe, but I'm also not annoyed by it. Word. Um, okay. Just got to call those things out now. I'm scared of it because I just walked Archie for 45 minutes for the first time in a few days and he pooped four times and squatted to go a fifth time. And I was like, really? And he kind of looked at me and he was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I don't need to go five times. Yeah. But he, he was he was backed up. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, yeah. I am the Archie. Uh, yeah, he and I are the same okay. in this situation. So anyway, completely derailed the thing that I also brought up. Uh, so happy that he's, you know, Archie's feeling light and airy. Yeah, he's he's napping right now peacefully for the first time in days. Good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, ultra honesty is important. So I'm trying to be honest right now. Because gotcha. that keeps people like myself sane. Mm-hmm. If you could be open and honest this whole time, I think that it goes such a long way. Because every time you see a vampire movie, vampire, zombie movie, it's um, it's the person who's like, oh yeah, I don't think I got bit. And then they're the ones who ruin it for everyone else. So right Always. now, ultra honesty is so important to me. Okay. Even if it makes me annoyed with myself and embarrassed and feel gross it it it's helpful for me right now i heard and i'll match you with ultimate on it what did you call it ultra honesty ultra honesty gotcha yeah okay so okay so back to the tips and tricks from the tender well and i was going down a whole fucking road that no one wants to hear me talk about which is like what exactly kind of what kind of boat was i on exactly Doesn't oh nobody matter. gives a shit yeah so thank you for helping me interrupt that train of thought to just say that I lived on board for four summers and I learned a bunch about boat life, one of which is how um, respectful you have to be of other people's space when you're living in a confined area um, and how much that takes, how much fucking work it takes. Like you all just kind of want to be yourselves all the time and you realize that when you're living, especially sharing a bunk like I had a top bunk and Kelly had the bottom. No, wait. Yeah, I had the top bunk and Kelly had the bottom bunk. Kelly Power Watson. Move. Nice. And no, she wanted the bottom bunk because she liked being out of bed first thing in the morning and on deck because she was alpha and she was like ready to run the show. And I had to fucking learn to like take notes from her because she really knew what she was doing. But anyway, it was just a lot of like 
being respectful of each other's space and physical space and, and energies and emotions and being really careful with that and also with um, things like bathroom time, you know, yeah. shower time, all that stuff. And I think it really applies to anyone who's living together right now. Just remember that like this, this should be like boat, boat living, you know? What does that mean when you say like, I mean, everybody knows to keep away from each other right now and stuff like that. But I feel like if I was on a boat, I would want everyone to like me and I would be too jokey and I would work really hard, but I would also like feel like I was tasked with making sure everything was like light and fun. And I think I would get annoyed. People would be annoyed by me pretty fucking quickly. Yeah, I think you know what I mean because you're you're there to do a job. You're not like you should be friends, but you also need to like keep it chill. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, the the thing that I've learned from so many of my friends who spend a lot of time at sea is that they're very quiet. They're quiet people. They kind of keep to themselves. They don't. They're not talkative. Yeah. And that's because I think so many of them have spent a long time working at sea with other people. And you just know that you need to contain yourself in order to get along with others. And that involves being quiet. Yo, I I love (laughs) silence so much. Yeah. I love, like, that's why I live alone. Like, I love the silence of a room so, so much. And now I'm imagining working on the boat and that one person who's like whistling and hanging out and singing songs the whole time is like, right, isn't this great? And everyone's like, I kind of am here to be with my thoughts and work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time to, yeah, just learn. I learned to stay a little quieter than I'm naturally inclined to because I'm a fucking chatterbox and I like joking and palling around and having a great time. But yeah, I learned to like... Just be quiet a little bit. And also just, you know, take myself to a part of the boat where no one else was and, you know, sit and read a fucking book. Yeah. So. I've broken up with girls because they talk too much. Wow. Because they, they wouldn't feel comfortable enough in just like us reading on a couch. Mm-hmm. There was never, that was never, there was never space for that. There's not an option. There were, That wasn't an option. It was like if I was doing a, you know, any kind of crossword puzzle, reading on a couch, rainy day, sipping on a mug kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the silence would last for a minute, minute and a half, and then it'd be like, bop, 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 and I'm just like, okay, well, this ain't going to work for me. Hmm. It's a weird deal breaker, but it's a strong one for me. You need, I need someone who is comfortable in silence. Do you want, like, uh, you're sitting back, sipping on a mug on a rainy day, doing a New York Times crossword, and someone's got her feet in your lap, like crossed ankles, and Love it. she's doing her own thing on her own iPad. Covered in a knit blanket. Yep. Both of us have pillows on our lower backs that are supportive and fluffy. Yep. 100%. Cozy. Yeah. I'm a Folgers commercial. Okay. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. I, if you like, that's why Christmas commercials are the best. You know what I mean? I'm uh, like, oh, I want that Christmas life. Ah. Uh, yeah. Quiet by the wood fire. Fucking yes. What are you listening to? Uh, nothing. I think that's the key. Oh. Like, and that's where it gets tricky. I forget. I didn't grow up in a house that ever played music or had the TV on at all times in a low hum behind. It was a lot of silence. And we didn't talk a ton as a family either. So I'm very comfortable in just empty, silent rooms. Cool. It's cool. But then when people play music, my eyes cross and I'm like, Oh, that's like interrupting my thoughts. Oh. And that's not fair either. Huh. I I love having, that's when I want classical music or Ravi Shankar or that kind of stuff in the background. Just at like a low little, you know, some Debussy or some Satie or I don't know. I don't know any it's of very it. very soothing. I, you introduced me to Sade and Enya. So what oh, do yeah. I know? You that know was so I mean? fucking great. If you have not heard Sade in a while, now is the time. Get into the kitchen put an apron on, chop some onions, make a soup, and listen to the entire album, Sade, Lover's Rock. I mean, I actually felt happy. Ooh. Like happy. My my chest felt light. My heart swelled a little bit, and I felt happiness. I was like, that's weird. I haven't felt that in a minute. I've just felt anxiety and depression and nervousness and angst. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sade day. Shout out Sade. Ooh. Um, another tip and trick you were telling me about is uh, treasures. Yes. And how important treasures are. They are so important when you're, you know, like stocking up for 
all of this craziness to be in your house for a while, like make sure to get some treats, Mm -hmm. you know, chocolate and and whatever else, you know, tickles your fancy, ice cream, you know, potato chips, anything that's not a necessity or an essential, you should also have those on hand because it was so fucking important, especially when like on the boat, you know, we'd leave in June. So mid August, you're just like, you've all, you're so tired of each other and you're, you know, physically exhausted. And Amy, um, so Amy and Greg, Greg was the skipper of the boat and Amy was first mate. And Amy um, would have always packed a time capsule, which was this awesome little part of a bench under the galley where you would open it up and she would have like dolmas from Trader Joe's and like a special bottle of whiskey and some amazing chocolate and some like special yummy curry paste that we wouldn't have had access to. And Trinkets just, like, and treasures and delicious things yeah, to look forward to. like a thing of smoked oysters, you know, just shit the way you're like, oh fuck, I haven't had like legit treats. I've been eating delicious, you know salmon and salads and stuff but like those yummy little special things save save a couple and put them put them up high on a shelf for a rainy day and then you know in two weeks time you'll be like oh my god yeah you know yay i have a whole bottle of or a a box of fucking whatever great mac and cheese or that's a bag of potato chips i love that there's these um ultra explorers who would like crest cross the antarctic Sure. Or something like that. Yeah. And there was a documentary I was watching on it. I can't remember the name of it, but if you Google the word documentary, it should pop up. Okay. <laughs> and um, they would dig holes for the next person to come. Yeah. And leave. Their caches. Caches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was the most pure bliss I've ever seen of a human being who was being documented going miles and miles through the icy tundra, beard covered in frost, seeing the marker for something left for them, and them digging it up, and it being chocolate. Yeah. And the joy from deep in their soul coming out at that site of something as simple as some as an impulse buy that I look at at the grocery store, and then I roll my eyes at because it's not good for me right now. Mm-hmm. The joy in his voice was fucking heart melting god damn it <laughs> sorry it's my fucking brother what is ah, what's up oh Brene, Brene brown is doing an ig live stream <laughs> necessary in these times damn right love you matt listen to um, those calming voices like yeah. Brene brown so so yeah. yes to your time capsule point that sounds like something that would never occur to me but is really rewarding and important right now. Well, when you and I were running around LA last weekend trying to sort of like get all of the things into place in order to be able to self-isolate and quarantine and stay safe, like we had different thinking about it. Well, I'm the one who has said to you, looking you in the eye, emotions aren't practical. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, uh, you have a birthday coming up. I have a birthday coming up. I'm going to go to K&L Wines and stock up on some good fucking wine. And that doesn't seem like an uh, essential, but it is to me in, in my life, in my world, a priority to have those things on hand, to be able to say like, yo, it's your fucking birthday. Nobody can go anywhere. None of none of your friends can come and celebrate you. But I have this delicious bottle of wine. Yeah. Let's, let's celebrate that way. Your thoughtfulness. We can get a little personal on these. Uh-huh. Right? Are sure. you open to that? Sure. I, know I usually don't get too deep on my own end, but if you don't mind, sure. like, it was one of those moments when I was so mad at you for getting a case of wine because it was thoughtful instead of practical Uh and I couldn't wrap my brain around the idea of like my birthday or feeling good or anything that had to do with long term more than I need rice and I need toilet paper and I'm really (laughs) fucking scared you know what I mean like yeah it, it did it felt like a jack in the beanstalk moment when I was like hey where what's going on where you been and you were like oh I got a case of wine and I know you didn't say it like that but I'm shortening it for the sake of the story sure and I'm like oh amazing because the world is ending so I'm so glad that you took the time to like not save your own life what the fuck are you doing right now I was so mad and I was so wrong too I think that's the other important thing is that I was really wrong well I mean I don't know I I don't think your emotional experience or reaction can be defined as wrong at all it, it was what it was and I I totally get it and I understand why you had that but I I like do have tips and tricks that I will always put into play. Even if the world was ending, like even if fireballs were shooting out of the sky, I would make sure that I had some shit to be able to enjoy the very end times. Like I would make sure that I grabbed that fucking bottle of whiskey to like 
get into that fucking cave with mm-hmm. while, you know, smoke rains down from the sky. Like there's just a, an importance to enjoying every moment, no matter what's coming for me that has been put into place through my, you know, my, the family that I grew up in and my own lived experience. Like it's just important to me. So Yeah. It's so crazy. Those things would not occur to me. I'm so happy to know you because like the idea of getting chips right now is beyond any scope that I have. But it's 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 feeds your soul. Right. And right? that's the thing that like see the difference is you think about things in a way of like, well, that feeds my soul. And the way I think about things is how strong is my mind and can I push through those cravings because they're not essential so therefore they're not important to me in this moment Mm -hmm. and because of that let's see how strong and how fortified and how solid i really am and so that those chips don't matter to me because i'm mentally stronger than those chips and i want to prove to myself that i am but to me those chips signify hope and a light at the end of the tunnel yeah and and to me they signify um like unessential nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Some bullshit that doesn't fucking matter. And why are you paying attention to that right now? Whereas I'm like, no, it signifies like the meaning of humanity and how great it is to be alive. And the fact that we're going to get through this. (laughs) Yours is so much more beautiful and powerful. And I feel like mine is like, if we did naked and afraid together, I think we'd do great. Oh yeah. We would kill it. We would kill it and each other. But I think that, you know, I fucking love that show. You introduced me to that show. I'd never seen it. We were on the road for a month together doing the Alaska to LA tour. This time last year, if you can fucking believe it, that was exactly a year ago. The opposite of today. Oh my God. And we, and you were like, oh, one, yeah, one night like hold up in some weird motel and you were like, oh, what's on? And it was Naked and Afraid and you were so excited and I was like, what? And then I got hooked. That and Shark Tank were yep. the two things that you introduced me to that have totally changed my life. Um, but do you remember there was one episode that we watched where it was like a three, it was like two people who, and then they dropped a third in. And that third was this girl who literally just tanned and ate coconuts the whole time. <laughs> yes. I loved her. And she was awesome because she like had the best time. She was like no fuss the whole time. She was also gorgeous. And it was definitely like a play on the producer's part to like, cause the, the original couple was like, the the woman and the the couple was very pragmatic and she was like you know getting fired. The story was a little fires. stale. Like yeah. they didn't do the casting right where there would be enough like opposites to make a story. Yeah, yeah. She was like all pragmatism and then the guy was like you know like they all are an incredible survivalist who was you know and they were like killing it but there was no drama. Right. And then they dropped this fox in and she was just like lying on rocks under waterfalls doing nothing and having. And she, the other, the other woman fucking unraveled. She was like, what is she doing? She's not fucking doing anything. I'm getting eaten by ants. She's not getting firewood. And she actually survived the whole, like. She was the only one who made it or they both made it at the end. But, but one of them made it having a good, enjoyable time. And I'm not saying everyone should like just sleep on rocks and be, because she actually was infuriating because she was fucking lazy. Yeah. But also she didn't ask of anything of anyone either. And I think that's the thing is like that one uh, that one woman, when she was dropped in, she's like, great, now I got to provide for another person. Now I got to deal with her. Now yeah. I got to do that. And the the rock sleeper was like, I'm not asking you to do any of this. Yep. I'm handling my shit and doing it my way. You are making this into a thing. Yeah, you are making this more fucking stressful than it needs to be by your like amping everything up by all of us needing to like freak out yeah and she was like i'm not freaking out i'm fine i drank some water from that waterfall maybe i'll get beaver fever i don't know i don't know it tasted clear and fresh to me i ate a fish now i'm gonna now i'm gonna nap if my cheekbones get any more dehydrated it's actually a blessing <laughs> i'm so good looking i'm so good looking in tan oh man yeah i don't know there's just something to be said for uh all all of the like all of the fucking hardships and everything that everyone's going through that there are still moments that I, I'm seeing everyone experience all over the world that are still little tiny bright spots. There aren't like I'm close to tears a lot of the time right now. Like it's super fucking crazy. But yeah. I also just saw that there are dolphins in the canals in Venice, you know? Yeah. Because the waterways got a fucking break from boat traffic for a minute and the dolphins have showed up. So like shit's mad fucked up and I'm super emotional about it a lot of the time. But also there are bright spots. Chips. Chips. There's little chips everywhere. Yep. Chips define those spots totally. Thank that's you. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. And that's the beauty of like, oh man, that's, yeah, the world's, the people are good, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. If I Most go, people yeah. are good. There, There's lots of good. There's lots of good. Yeah. Yeah. 
a little sour cream, a yep. little cool ranch, oh my a little God. nacho cheese. A little barbecue chip damp, dipped in um, sour cream with a Modelo with lime, remember? <laughs> Fuck yeah, shout out Brandon Marotti, sommelier for Jose Andres. Oh my God. Changed the game for us yes. with that one. Yes, Delicious. Yeah. Um, How many orgasms do you think are happening per day right now? So many. That's the other, the fun math that I was trying to figure out. Because mm-hmm. I was like, people on earth, um, orgasm age is what, 14? What? How early can you get an orgasm? Oh, I don't want to get into that. Okay, I don't know. sorry. But I was just trying to like, <laughs> I was trying to do orgasm math, and I thought it was kind of a fun like way to pass some time was to see how many orgasms on average could be happening per day in the world right now. I definitely, I would hope that so many, mm-hmm. so many, and I would hope that anyone who has never tried to give themselves an orgasm, like someone who might be uncomfortable with their own body or anything, or like in a safe place where they just don't have, they're feeling no judgment and they're like able to take the time to like go learn in a about, shower. Yeah. Learn about your body a little bit. I actually like learned a lot about my body on the boat. Oh yep. That shower was amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. (laughs) And I don't want to get too much more into it. You don't need to. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, man. It's Blush City over here. Holy shit. Ooh, you did get pink. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) iPhone red. Holy cow. That's funny. Uh, Um, So, yeah, that was just some math I was doing in my head. Orgasm math. Orgasm math. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that the statistics actually... um, bear out that uh weed sales are like super robust in fact i just heard from a friend that dispensaries in seattle are crazy right now because seattle's sort of the epicenter of the u.s um pandemic the outbreak right now and shit's fucking crazy weed weed sales are off the chain everywhere as are uh vibrators sex toys all that peaking spiking everyone's shopping online for a yeah an eggplant emoji baiter (laughs) or whatever it is Oh, a rabbit or an egg I would I would check out the emoji baiter site. Oh, that's a real toy. They're called oh. pleasure tech devices. The eggplant emoji baiter is one that's uh, flying off the shelves, I guess. Yeah, yeah, good produce. Yeah, yeah. they also have a dual clit uh, suction situation, something where it sucks and moves at the same time. Yeah. Fuck, man, dicks suck. Dicks suck. Oh, I love it. It's them. just like a it's just a pole that you can rub up and down. Like yeah, they women, work great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Uh huh. Yeah. But like just the, uh, just like once I started understanding like uh, a woman's anatomy a bit better and I could like kind of like, really what it is, is the first time I felt in touch with my partner sexually. And I like, I felt like I had had enough experience that I understood like a female anatomy enough and crossing that practicality with like a connectivity for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, pussies are awesome. (laughs) They're (laughs) just fucking awesome awesome yeah yeah and we're learning so much about them like the mysteries are still unfolding as sex education becomes more and more the norm and like people are actually looking into like what the internal um like what the genitalia looks like on the inside do you know what like the well i know like there's like different g-spots and things is that what you're talking about they're like wings that wrap around the canal really of yeah of the whole like the clit is an amazing wait thing. say again because i was interrupting as you were describing just it. if you look at like so the, the the clitoris like the exposed part of it under the hood is just literally the tip of the iceberg and that that whole organ actually goes back and deep into the vagina and then like has these wings that wrap around the canal that like will squeeze and the whole it's crazy it looks like a manta ray really yeah, on the amazing. inside of mm-hmm. like Wow. Yeah. What an, like the iceberg thing you just said is mm-hmm. like really apt mm-hmm. for it. No mm-hmm. shit. Yo, women, huh? Yeah, okay. shout out women. <laughs> God damn. Mm-hmm. And then they like go to the male one and they're like, so it's like a pole. Yeah. And you can see everything basically <laughs> as it looks. It's right here. You don't need to get under the hood. No. Yeah. Um, some people have more hood than others, though. Yeah. That's kind of about. Pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then um, prostate. Pretty dope. But anyway, <laughs> guys think that turns them gay if they play with that. And that's right. just not true. Not the case. No. Nope. Yeah. Just because something's in your butt doesn't mean you're gay. Get, uh, but we never learned that in health class. Yeah. You know what I mean? They I, should really. I, I'd be curious to go to health class now. Oh, they're not any different. You don't think so? I don't think so. Man, people need to know, though. You think health class today is like anal play is cool? Uh, no, but I guess it's like. Like everybody from generations under us, like eating ass isn't something like new, but it's something that like caught fire and people were like, yo, this feels great. Uh, yeah. So, so 
Yeah, it's just crazy. I, there's like things that fucked me up that I had to learn from friends, and one like of them. Eating ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like, like really things that are kind of a shame. Like, um, like if anybody ever, like if anyone like put a finger in my butt while they were giving me head, mm-hmm. that meant I was gay. Oh, that's what you were taught. Yeah, or told. Yeah. I'm told, mm-hmm. and it was like, it was like it just felt. It feels fucked up, but it's also how like culture and everything was and it's a fucking shame yeah because that's how homophobia works that's how it fucking works yep yo so tragic so mm-hmm. fucked up mm-hmm. so anyway it's just that just like is one of those things i guess that there's no like you can't look back on it you just have to fight forward yep keep trekking forward and keep spreading the word about you know yeah play play with everything and you know be safe good giving in game read dan savage mm-hmm. you know read like as many sex education things as you can there's so many fucking resources now and find a great partner who's willing to like explore with you in a safe way it's so a lot crazy. of verbal enthusiastic consent fuck yeah and a lot of lube uh-huh and yeah. have a great time fuck now yeah. is the time if you're able and if you're not with someone then now's the time to explore your own body that's truly it mm-hmm. absolutely yeah i feel like my generation after they saw american pie and saw stifler get um his ass fingered to come in a cup do you, did you ever see that part <laughs> i've never seen american pie all right well spoiler alert uh-huh. i guess retroactive to 20 year old spoiler year, alert yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that was the first time where i was like wait what could be in your butt that makes you come real hard Mm, yeah all right yeah exploring the bod okay speaking of um like you know refilling the pot yeah and you know seeing what what you're working with yeah uh the other tip and trick that has been beautiful that you've brought to the table is uh recipe development and how to do a recipe and what that can look like for long term for something like this and i am so thankful to be stealing ideas from you left and right in the cooking department right now Wait, what are you referring to? Roast chicken into a soup. Oh. Soup into a another soup. Yeah. Stock. Like, every part of the goddamn game is important right now, and I'm real thankful to, like, take those tips from you. Oh, man. Thanks. I Thank you. That's a, definitely another part of the, like, being confined to your home and kind of working with what you have is, like, you use every single bit of everything. And I made that soup that we had with the roast chicken carcass and like kind of the contents of my crisper that needed to go away. Celery. Yeah, it was everything. It was, uh, okay. So I sauteed, uh, onion, garlic, um, celery, kind of like a mirepoix, celery and carrot in a bunch of the schmaltz from the roast chicken. Like I'd preserved the fat. Mm. And then I just used like everything that was in the fridge that needed, like a kind of weird old can of tomatoes and a bunch of, um, like the, the chicken meat and then some farro and a can of cannellini beans and um, like an old broccoli, old weird broccoli. And it tastes great. Delicious. Yeah. You can't really fuck up soup. I mean, it can be good or bad, but if you're just putting stuff in a thing and letting it simmer and being patient and tasting and seasoning and yeah. adjusting as you need and just trying to use everything before it gets too turnt in the refrigerator, yeah. you're going to be okay. You can just keep it bubbling on the back of the stove if you have the room and just like keep it on a low, low heat and even keep it going for a couple of days and just keep throwing shit in. That's what they used to do in the old times. Yeah. Always have something on the go on the back of the stove. And you know, once you're finished with that like heel of bread, throw it in there. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we did with those that old bread i mean speaking of your dad yeah i mean you've told that moldy peach story on here quite a few times where he was like just cut off the mold yeah eat the fucking peach uh-huh. and so we had some bread that turned pretty quickly because the rain and sun and the moisture here is fucking everything up and so um i just cut all the mold parts off of the ciabatta yeah and it was super moldy it was moldy like the whole bottom was moldy but also you cut the mold off and the rest of the bread is fine yeah especially because then we just infused uh garlic butter made tons of infused clarified garlic butter butter and drizzled it all over the top and cubed it up and then threw it in the oven at 400 for 10 minutes and made these beautifully crisp garlicky buttery oily uh croutons no mold can live through that one two you can't (laughs) taste it three now you have these gorgeous croutons to add on top of your soup, and that can last you for a couple days if that's how you are living right now. Fucking A. So good. I love all those tips. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything, I mean, you know, within reason, like if it's just completely disgusting and, you know, you feel like it might make you sick, don't don't be using that. But there's so many ways to, you know, like, like weird floppy celery. 
I pulled it out and it was like a shoelace. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes great in a soup though. Yeah. Yeah. Whole whole fridge soup. Whole fridge soup. Yeah. Whole plant soup. Whole whole full spectrum whole fridge soup. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. The idea of like a soup being like, oh yeah, it's whole plant, full spectrum. Yeah. Oh, it's the dab. It's yeah. the dab of the stove. Yeah. You can taste all the terps right out of the crisper. It's like <laughs> the whole fucking thing. It's the full profile of my fridge in a soup. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What about weed right now? Shit. Let's just keep going. What about weed? I mean, we're not really smoking it. No. Um, per the article that we were just interviewed in for Los Angelinos. Um, it was a very serious article. It was. I think we said a lot of funny stuff that they cut out. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had a great time. We, we were, were making a lot of jokes. We were funny. And that guy was like, <clears throat> yes, anyway, what about kin slips? Yeah. Like, okay, all right. Yeah. But there is some good information in there. And one of the things that we were talking about is how like, yo, puffing on flour might not be the move right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of av- like I'm avoiding smoking just because, the, you know, this whole thing is the, the coronavirus of COVID affects the lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am eating a ton of low dose edibles right now and tinctures are fucking saving my life and kin slips too are the best so really if you do have any flour right now can you take like a little bit of flour and turn it into something else so that you don't have to smoke i just vape it if you have the the technology that sounds great you know yeah there's so many different little vapes out there cool um but if you don't have the ability to uh vape your flour then you know yeah like toss it in some butter and and make some edibles absolutely you know that's the decarb it first though Yes. Go on Magical Butter and get the recipes from there. <laughs> yeah. Or there's another website, I think, called letsmakeedibles.com, too. And also follow at Cannabis Edibles 420, um, Elise McDonough, for just, oh, she published a recipe today that was for uh, infused granola Ooh. made with an infused coconut oil. I love that. Super simple, healthy, like uses all of the cool stuff in your cupboard, you know, nuts and oats and all that kind of stuff yeah so fucking good what are some other foods right now the the scary thing for me is that i'm such a frozen pizza um guy mm-hmm. even though i know how to cook and i'm good at it i'm also yes you are can we have we talked about your fucking thirsty chef video by the way i think we talked about it in the last step okay, i'm gonna good. film another one okay good. i'm gonna film it here Ooh. yeah yeah so people can see your kitchen um Hell do you yeah. mind if i bust out a robe in your kitchen i'm gonna hide in my room okay <laughs> cool word so you can just have the space to do your thing oh yeah and then yeah. i'll come out and i'll eat the i'll eat the dish yeah let me cook dinner for us yeah i'll make a thirsty chef and cook dinner for us okay um, yeah, my, but the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm oscillating between, I don't want to cook or use anything. I just want to eat a handful of cashews every day sure. and save it forever. Especially cause I grew up in a family of savers. You save everything. You know what I mean? You like, okay. So here's the difference. Like if you got a big thing of, what am I trying to say? What's a bad example? Cause that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, do you eat dessert first? Uh, no, I have a great friend who does. So do you need me to say yes? No, not at all. Okay, I think no. that's the thing, though, is like I I came from a family and I'm a person who like if I'm playing a video game, I save all my cool shit. I never use it. Oh. I just I, it's it's a, for me. It's just having all the cool shit. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep dying yeah. <laughs> in the game because I'm like, well, I don't want to waste it. I don't want to use it. It's it's so cool that I have it. Uh-huh. And that's so it's really hard for me right now to like cook the way I want to cook because I feel guilty for using a whole onion right. to make a dish when I'm like, well, what you, if I... You might need it down the road. I might need it down the road. Yeah, but what if you die before you need it? Right. Use it while you have it. Use it while you fucking have it. I mean, be, you know, within, you know, be, be conscientious about what you're using and don't waste things. But I remember my mom, my mom and I aren't close and we like have definitely had our differences, but she's taught me some pretty cool life lessons. And I remember one of them was when I was like in theater school, which was a time when she and I were like hugely not getting along. Like I'd run away from home at 16 to kind of like get out on my own. And anyway, she came to Montreal to visit and I had a big heating bill due, like 800 bucks or some insane fucking bill that I just couldn't pay. And she paid it for me. And I knew that she didn't have a lot of money. And I remember being just totally like, no, you can't. And she just looked at me and she was like, currency is an enabler. Money isn't a thing that you should want to have. And I was like, whoa. Money what? Money is an enabler. It's not something that you should want to have. Like it's something that you have that it enables you, enables you. <laughs> Stuttering over that one because it's an emotional memory, but it enables you to do things. So of course you want to have money so that you can do stuff. But she was her point was, I don't need the money right now. I have everything I need. And this enables me to help you. 
I see. And that was such a cool mindset for me. Whoa, because in that moment, she was satisfied and set. Yeah, and she so, passed on the lesson of like, you shouldn't want to have money. That's, that's fucking not, that's crazy. That's not a necessary thing that you should ever want to have. But yeah. of course, everyone wants money so that you can have all the stuff that comes along with it. Yeah. So sometimes I want to be invited to, under the Denver airport. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I just have to adjust my thinking and be like, right, you know, right now I actually have everything I need, even though I don't have things that, you know, when the world opens up again and, the, and everything's back online, I'm going to be a little terrified probably. Sure. But right now I'm okay. Yeah. So what a cool lesson. Mm-hmm. So use the whole onion. Use the onion. Use the fucking onion. Use the whole damn thing. God damn it. I love that. I love that. This is a this might not be the funniest freewheeling or silliest episode we've ever done, but there's some gems in here that I'm taking from you that I'm very happy to be recording right now. I'm really happy to be recording too. I like I like everything we're talking about. Speaking of, uh, we got some cool DMs from some people. You want to hit them? Yes. Okay. The first out, oh, I want to shout out Wanamaka and uh, Jordan Wanamaker and her fucking gorgeous uh, tomato basil soup with the arugula uh, pressed grilled cheese sandwich that she made from what she had in her pantry and she showed it to us because we were asking for pantry pals and for anyone who is making stuff from like things that you're digging out from like the back part of your shelf like what's up and she made this glorious looking fucking lunch oh that's so it looked it was like the soup was rich red and there was it was a hearty green pressed crispy sandwich she said uh i bought a shitload of pacific brand boxed tomato basil soup it's the bomb making creative grilled cheeses to go with it. This is uh, bread with arugula, cheddar, mozzarella, parmesan, and an avocado pesto I froze in September that was in my freezer. A bright spot in a shitty week. Amazing. Can I see the pic? Yeah. Look at that. Gorgeous. Yo, that is sexy soup. Uh, Yep. God damn. I know I've been anti-soup on this podcast yeah. for the past two years uh-huh but i gotta tell you <laughs> you changing your tune yeah after that whole fridge i'm changing soup? my soup mm-hmm. yeah golly nice. that looks so good we also have uh our friend jules jules underscore hannah virtually sharing quarantine banana bread look at that Ooh, Isn't golden that brown glorious yeah also i have that same cutting board shout out that green cutting board oh, i yeah. feel like everybody has that cutting board and is that a soda stream in the background like a celadon or like a, a blue love a low-key soda flex yeah what do you think that thing is is that a speaker i'm so interested in everyone's countertops too like show me your countertops Ooh, i want to see you your kitchen yeah guys. show me your tops show me your top <laughs> um wait what is there Come on, isn't there something in there? I don't know. Show me your top. Show me your top. Like lift your top. Get your get your get your tits out. Get your tops out. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. know. Um, oh man. We've got um, Mady Murphy who got in touch with us to let us know Mady underscore Murphy that um, there were some fish tenders uh, that were spotted at uh, let's see, uh, it was in Michigan. There's uh-huh. this picture of this fucking after our whole thing about like pig fingers and what is it fish sticks or fish uh, fingers evidently fish tenders fish tenders out in Michigan yeah no not <laughs> Are you at all that? of course I am I think chicken tenders have the tender game on lock and everything else is off limits listen you got to listen to the tender friends this week yo with George Wallace yeah fucking amazing so good right before all this shit went down the tender friends Eric Wilson Michael Walker great friends um I I'm in the five timers club on their podcast happy to be and um yeah they went on a Vegas tour and they had Hattie B's with George fucking Wallace yeah oh it's such a good app too magical yeah fucking a they're so funny um the other one that I wanted to shout out was the at gourmet underscore leaf everyone's got an underscore um, yeah, Mary Jane, you're not alone. Oh, yeah, I know. It's a nightmare, though. Mine's at the end. hate it. Anyway, uh, Cobb Salads, after our whole conversation about, like, Cobb Salads, uh, fairground food, like yeah. what we would eat and in And how cone. I'm so sick of bowls. Like, give me more cone variety. Yeah, and yeah. we're like, what What about a Cobb Salad in a waffle fry cone? That well, sounds so good. Uh, pig, uh, Gourmet Leaf got in touch with us, also got in touch with us to share a picture of pig fingers. Uh, they exist. <laughs> What do you mean? Cobb salad in a crouton cone. Look at that. A crouton cone? Mm-hmm. I love it. That's such a good idea. It's, it's such a good we, idea. We had it and it exists. <laughs> My mind is blown. Everything is here. Yeah, it's yeah. all here. That's so good. Everything has been done What before. a good crew. I got a good DM too. What'd you get? Um, have what, you ever seen a bat pee? A what? A bat? Yeah, have you ever seen a bat pee? Nope. 
Okay, hold on. I'll pull that up. I'm going to take a sip of my tea. Can I just say that because, you know, this is a stay-at-home day and it's raining and I fucking felt like it that I put Baileys in my tea? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Delicious. Did. It's good? Yeah, it's, it's a little too sweet, but it's tasty. Do you, Have you ever seen a bat pee before? Mm-mm. What's happening? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's hanging. <gasps> That's amazing. That is amazing. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. So to It like dis- gets out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting out of bed at night to go pee. I'll put a I'll come back to that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so a bat will hang upside down by its feet just like a Dracula. And then it hooks it lifts up almost like a sit up position, like mm-hmm. you would see somebody do if they were hanging by their legs and do a sit up. And then it hooks its wings and releases its legs. So it's hanging from like a like it's about to do a pull up, uh-huh. and then it just pees straight ahead. Yeah, is that a good description? It's a great. That's perfect description. Yeah. So bats like do a quick sit up, do a hang from their arms, and then just like piss straight yeah. out into the land. Bats are the fucking best. I love mm-hmm. bats. They're amazing. Which is worse, um, needing to pee in the middle of the night and getting up, or mm. being too hot in the middle of the night and needing to cool down? Oh, if you're too hot in the middle of the night and you need to cool down, you just put a foot outside. One leg, like, yeah, one leg out. Just the one foot. Yeah. And then just hope the monster doesn't grab it. You wouldn't dangle it off the bed. That's a fool's game. I don't dangle. Never. No dangles over here. No, sir. No. Never dangle. No. I'm a never dangler. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, if you a dangler, that's another deal breaker. You're fucking asking for it. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. You know there's things under there. Yeah. Occasionally I'll let a hand dangle or a foot dangle because I'm just too hot and I forget. And then all of a sudden I'll have that like creeping fear of dread. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, you've seen House on Haunted Hill or whatever. (laughs) Any number of scary things that I don't even like to name in my own home because i'm fucking terrified yeah i'm not so, gonna say the new jordan peele movie out loud ever oh yeah ever. not even one time no did you watch the, the trailer yeah it's so scary yeah yeah i don't think i can see it it's scary i don't think i can see it i want to see it so much i just it looks too uh scary too good. violent it too, looks good yeah it looks so good so yeah never dangle your foot off the bed but what about when you have to pee yeah, like, what about it? Oh, well, I like, I don't know if a lot of other guys do this, but like, I just like push my dick really hard into the mattress and hope it goes away. And I try and do that for like an hour because I'm too fucking dumb and lazy to get up. Does it work? It's a nightmare. Not really, but it feels kind of good. And sometimes holding your pee can feel good. Mm. Like the pressure feels kind of good. Really? I think so. The only, Every so often. The only time I know of it feeling good, and this isn't so much from experience, but I have read about it in like Cosmopolitan where they're like sex tips or like advice for great sex or whatever is that you if you have to pee as a woman hold it because the added pressure against your um everything i guess wherever your bladder is situated can like hit your g-spot oh really and like help with if you're having penis in vagina sex yeah 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 and then you can pretend to squirt gross just saying not into that 70 percent of all squirting is pee yeah, I guess. I don't know. Definitely. I'm just not into the whole squirting thing. Me neither. It's gross. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, no, not to shame anyone. It's not gross. It's not my thing. It's There you go. There you go. Fucking That's right. better. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I I've, I don't think I've ever been But I will eat a roast chicken in bed, so. <laughs> Different kind. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, so there's funny. Some people that, oh, and I'm not gross. I'm disgusting. <laughs> you roll over. You get up at the. You get up in the morning, and there's just like loose chicken skin attached to your back. Yeah. People are like, "Oh, 100%. I'm sorry, oh, my I'm, sexual proclivities." Oh, you're grossed out by squirting? You fucking beast. <laughs> she has a chicken carcass that she said I'll deal with in the morning on yeah. her nightstand, resting on her alarm clock, and I have problems. I put down a towel, and I have a lover who yeah. is into it with me. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Oh man, uh, what's the best food for bed sex? Would you say roast chicken? Like a roast chicken? No, 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 no. What? There's no good food for bed sex. I've tried whipped cream and stuff, and it without a well, yeah, because that's the one that you I see in all the comedy movies growing up. So, like for me, as somebody who didn't understand what I liked or didn't like for Uh a while, you know, um, yeah, whipped cream, hot chocolate, hot chocolate, (laughs) scalding hot water. (laughs) You ever play nights? You ever play night where you pretend that your lover is climbing on the bed and then you dump a bucket of boiling uh, 
a, a hot cauldron water. of hot water on them from the top of the castle. I definitely will be playing. That. <laughs> it's a awesome. fun like, role playing game. <laughs> nights. <laughs> that just reminded me of a tweet that I saw the other day. It was like, I'm looking to pass the time. This quarantine's fucking making me crazy. Let's share weird sex stories. And then one person wrote in and said, uh, this is on the girl cult account. One person wrote in and said, can't stop thinking about the time that a guy was going down on me and we made eye contact and for some reason I waved. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh God, how awkward. I totally put myself what in that What kind of wave do you think it was? I, I think like a little, like a three-fingered little <laughs> I could just totally put myself in that person's shoes and then like the fucking mortification, the full body flush of like, oh God. I just waved at this yeah, person. That was a good fun follow for a few minutes <laughs> to distract. I think the other funny one to picture would be like Groucho Mark eyebrows. Oh yeah. From, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when you're down there and you make eye contact and then you Groucho Marks them. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's good. <laughs> okay. Sex in food sex. Yeah. Um, I've never had a successful encounter. I like to I like to run a piece of perfectly al dente fettuccine down somebody's body. That's hot as hell, dude. I think that's hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hot. I just got hot. Mm-hmm. I like putting a piece of salami in an ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. A little, little bun a sandwich? Just grease, it, grease, grease up the little top of the ass crack with some salami. It's nice. What do you do? You put a dot of mustard on the tailbone for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then just lick it off. <laughs> oh, I like the idea of making somebody's naked body a charcuterie board. Oh yeah. You always see you always see like nude model sushi Ugh. and things like that, which yeah. is so played out so and disgusting. so fucking dumb. But, Don't do that. But yeah, if In you fact, had like I, Marcona, oh please. No, I was just gonna call out. There was a cannabis company at one of the MJ BizCons, like pretty fucking recently, definitely within the last two years, that had one of those sushi models at their after party and a couple of people that i know who were at the after party were like what the fuck mm. like what the fuck what the fuck in this era of like legal weed this is how you're choosing to like rep your fucking brand yeah this like outdated sexist weird fucking objectifying grossness with like and also i don't want to eat fish off someone else's body yeah Blah. okay do you so, go do you go up to them and make small talk the first time. The, the first model? time. Yeah. The first time you go up for that sushi, I would feel compelled to like speak chat to them? them up. Because yeah. the first time after that I can ignore them over and over, but that first time I'm compelled to be like, Hey, how's it going? Like, yeah, oh, this is what yeah, right. they don't want to be spoken to. Fuck no, they don't. No. God, the whole thing. I hate I don't hate weed, but I hate the I hate what people think is cool to get their brand seen in weed. Yeah. It's like lame shit that you maybe watched Porky's and now you are in a position of power and now you're like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, well, it's no so one who dumb. actually knows like weed culture or truly likes cannabis as a fucking, as the amazing fucking plant that it is would ever be those people to have that fucking kind of a party. Like yeah. the people who are having that party are definitely douche bros who are coming from like hedge fund backgrounds fuck yeah they're the ones who think that kind of shit is cool and they're like yeah it's a flex or whatever they're the people who wear the rasta hats like they oh. wear they wear hats with dreads <laughs> hanging off of them oh no so on like on on like oil day they're the guys who pass out hats that are like f- like from bob marley and I you just, know what i'm saying no i just think they're more Cultural like cultural appropriation fucking sharks shark skin suits with like shower slides and like gross yeah. Fuck you. Whatever. Also, yo, to that sushi model, get your bag. Yeah, totally. Get paid. Get it. Yeah, but I would instead love, you know, a little piece of prosciutto on a shoulder blade sure. instead of a spicy tuna roll. Well, I think that would actually be kind of neat to have like a, like a, instead of like, you know, how those sushi uh, models are like lying down. If you had a woman sitting at a table wearing like a sexy off the shoulder dress and she just had like salami shoulders, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wouldn't be against that. Yeah. I would do that. It's the laying down prone. Naked. Naked. I remember reading uh, an account from someone who had worked as a sushi model, and she'd said that she'd had, like, her orifices penetrated with, like, chopsticks and shit. No. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, because people have to see how far they can fucking go or whatever. No. But, yeah, a salami model? A salami model. I would sit, so if I was like this, sitting sitting at a table, yep, with, like, my hands on the table, and, like, the back of my left hand had some mustard on it, and the back of my right hand had a little horseradish, Mm -hmm. and then there was some, like prosciutto and salami all the way up and then like maybe a little brie in my collarbones. (laughs) (laughs) 
That would be nice. Just a honey necklace? Yeah. yeah. Like hosting, you know? Come in. Welcome. God, that's so fucking cool. I think that would be nice. Yeah, because all it takes is everybody's like, I'm not doing that. All it takes is one person to go over and help themselves. And then everyone's like, yeah, I kind of want to live. I'll fucking do this shit. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Brie and the collarbone, huh? Yeah. Or what What else could I fit there? I no, it has to be tidbits. a soft cheese. Yeah. A little soft cheese need to stick. Yeah. You know, some porcelain, maybe. A little telagio. I don't know. Um, but that sounds great. On the bed tip, never had a good ex- food experience in bed. No. Unless it's just me eating by myself, in which case, fucking awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like if a dude ever brought like a, you know, yeah. food object or dish to bed, it would have to be very special and sexy and meaningful in some way for me to actually enjoy it. Otherwise, I think I would just laugh. Right. Or, or be scornful. Right. Or scornfully laugh, which is the worst combination in the world. Mm, so unappreciative. Yeah, no. Dang. Yeah, I'm racking my brain. All I can think about is the Seinfeld episode where George peeks out from under the covers, opens his bedside table, takes a huge bite of a sandwich, closes it back up, and dives back in. <laughs> I was like, that's the move. Yeah. Yeah, that's the move. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, there's, uh, it's, I don't know if there's anything sexy about running a pizza crust down somebody's cheek. Like, mm. I want you so bad. I like the al dente noodle, though. Yeah, some fettuccine that running down sweet. somebody's body. Fettuccine. I don't know why fettuccine, but it's like, because Pappardelle is a little too wide and flat. Yeah. And angel hair is a little too beta. It's like, it's angel like, hair would feel it's creepy. It's a weak, yeah, it's a weak, yeah, you don't want to feel like you're in a car wash. Yeah, it would feel creepy. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, why are you touching me with that tiny little thing? Mm, yeah. Your micro noodle. Yeah. <laughs> Get your micro noodle away from me. <laughs> Fettuccine is the one. Yeah. Fettuccine is the sexiest pasta, mm. I would say. Pappardelle is my favorite, mm-hmm. but I think fettuccine is the sexiest. Fettuccine is fucking sexy. I also love like the plump pouches that pop. Raviolis. Raviolis, tortellini. You you like yeah, but dumplings aren't sexy. Oh my god, what are you talking about? Have you ever had a pork soup dumpling? Go to Grand Szechuan in Chelsea on the 29th and 25th and 9th. I don't think ravioli, I really don't think ravioli, dumpling, you know, any pocket pouch thing. I don't think those are very sexy. You're insane and wrong. Come on. I'm not kidding you. A a slurp of a noodle and watching like somebody's lips get wet and glisteny and suck up a nude is so much hotter. Someone else eat fettuccine, but the experience of you eating something, I would say that a ravioli pop or a pork soup dumpling from Grand Szechuan in Chelsea on uh, 25th and 9th. Because I miss them so much. It's mm-hmm. a fucking sexy bite. Yeah. Oh, the burst in the mouth. The burst. The burst with yeah. the hot liquid. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking fill your mouth. Oof. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I wish that raviolis had more fillings then. Because I feel like all the raviolis that I've ever had, they don't have that soup burst that a pork dumpling has. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the sauce is always on the outside. So I feel like a stuffed ravioli that has a good like meat or cheese filled center with a liquid burst that's sounds good let's fucking do some r&d and make make this shit up yeah what let's, would you do yeah let's make a liquid burst ravioli i think so let's get some if anyone has any ideas please write in too because i've never had that kind of like hot pop in my mouth from, not for from a Italian. pasta yeah Mm-mm. yeah that's the difference right mm-hmm. like oh the wine is flowing the cream sauce is going but yep. when it comes to the ravioli there isn't that hot pop yeah mm. all right interesting R&D, R&D time. We have all the time in the world to fucking make our own pasta and experiment. Yeah, 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 totally. got the larder. What's that? The pantry. A larder, you've never heard that? No. Same thing as pantry. What? Mm. I don't need to know any more than that. Thanks for the word. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, how much time have we done? We've done an hour. Really? Yeah. All right. I feel like it was a slow start, but we got going there around the 40 minute mark. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us. I mean, this is like so, um, it's like decompressing for me. Yes. To hang out with you and do this. Yes. It really helps. 100%. So, likewise. Thanks for anyone who's hanging with us and listening. And send us pictures of all of your things larders, pantries, countertops, your underwear drawer, whatever you want to show us. Hopes, dreams, journals. Yeah. All of it. I, I'm living on my phone right now, and mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of it. I could use a little bit more. Who is out there? Who is listening? What are we all fucking with? Let's build a community because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Know what I mean? I fucking do. Yo. Yeah. Mary Jane, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for hanging and chatting. Anything else? Um, I mean, we're going to be doing this again 
tomorrow. So yeah, we will. Yeah, let's maybe we'll drop fucking I don't know what an, else bonus apps. Yeah, all right, an app a day for the next until the world gets back to being online. That's what's up, yo. You know, yeah. Let's just hang and hang and do this. All right, I'll do better in the next one. What are you talking about? I don't know why I said that. Why? <laughs> Fuck me. Don't be hard on yourself. You're the best. I think that's the other part about right now that is so. Um, so easy to get deep down into is like I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself already but it's the moments where um it doesn't need to be said and it's so unnecessary and it's also kind of bullshit you just say it because that's kind of how your brain is wired mm. and now is a really good time for me also to like check in on the things that annoy me about myself and really work on them from a deep level so that when we come out on the other side of this, like I am not so hard on myself. It is okay to take a break from work and feel like there is actually nothing to do and that is okay. So recharge, unburn out and be a little bit kinder and more rewarding. And that that, that is like a bright side of this for me because I'm pretty fucking tough on myself and I didn't realize how burnt out I was and in some ways, um, I'm feeling better than ever right now. And that's, uh, it's kind of beautiful. That's fucking awesome because it brings me to, I would love to read this thing that I uh, found on a friend's um, Facebook the other day. Can I share it with you? Please. Might be a good way to wrap up. Great. So this is written by someone named Emma Zek. I don't know who she is or where it comes from, but this was on her Facebook and I've seen it in other spots. With this open time, you do not have to write the next best-selling novel. You do not have to get in the best shape of your life. You do not have to start that podcast. What you can do instead is observe this pause as an opportunity. The same systems we see crumbling in society are being called to crumble in each of us individually. The systems that taught us we are machines that live to produce and we are disposable if we are not doing so. The systems that taught us monetary gain takes priority over humanity. The systems that create our insecurities then capitalize off of them. What if we became curious with this free time and had no agenda other than to experience being? What if you created art for the sake of creating? What if you allowed yourself to rest and cry and laugh and play and get curious about whatever arises in you? What if our true purpose is in this space? As if Mother Earth is saying, we can no longer carry on this way. The time is now. I'm reminding you who you are. Will you remember? Damn. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.